Now, I have found that companies who focus their attention on driving unique and relative value to their customers create more alignment among their teams. This is Business Strategy, where I help the ambitious to build more profitable, iconic companies using the principles I've learned while growing and turning around million and billion dollar companies through cultivar.com. I hope you share and enjoy. Imagine this, you're the CEO of a company and you just got done engaging in a very expensive multi-day strategy retreat with your entire management team. During this offsite, you spent hours discussing the ins and outs of your strategy, the initiatives you'll pursue, and the next steps you'll take when you return to the office. You feel super aligned with your team, but are you really? Based on a recent study published by Harvard Business Review, over 500 frontline employees, middle managers, and senior executives across multiple organizations were asked how aligned they felt on their corporate strategy. Although 82% reported that they understood the company's strategy, when they were tasked with writing down what their initiatives actually were, only 23% could clearly articulate their company's strategy. Now, not surprisingly, this creates major real-world implications. Throughout my career, turning around and growing companies, I've discovered the larger the gap between actual and perceived strategic alignment, the poorer the performance. In fact, when I was the CFO of a large construction and renewable energy company, I remember visiting our various offices in Dallas and Boston. And when I was in the elevator or walking the halls with employees, I would ask them what they were working on and what were the strategic initiatives of the company. Scary, right? No wonder why everyone would hide from me. No, I'm just kidding. That's probably just because of my low eyebrows and my bald head. But really, the employees, they appreciated being brought into strategic conversations like this. But I also found it very interesting, yet frightening, to hear their responses. Because oftentimes, they veered far off course from what we were trying to accomplish as a company. So here we were writing about our strategy, talking about our strategy, and living our strategy but still we struggled to get everybody aligned. So we did a few things, which I'll explain here in a minute, that really helped to get everybody on the same page and executing at a high level of performance. So right now when I'm working with companies, I also test for alignment by asking executives to write down what their strategic initiatives are and compare those results to the entire team. And here's the cool thing, you can do the same thing within your organization. So to test your alignment, do this exercise. After you're done listening to this podcast, go to your company and ask people, what are the strategic initiatives of the company and see what they put down. What's shocking is that I have found that on average, only 25% of responses are aligned with their corporate strategy. So think about it. How can companies go out there and deploy capital and work day in and day out to drive better performance and to lead profitable organizations when they're not aligned? So if you want to achieve better results, it starts with creating alignment within your company. You may be wondering if doing strategy offsites where you clearly articulate your strategy and define your initiatives are not effective, what the heck are you supposed to do? Well, strategy offsites do work and I've done them over and over again with organizations, but you have to get a few things right. So my first piece of advice is that clarity comes from having a well-defined strategic problem. And this is where most companies get it wrong, especially with their offsites, because they make the mistake of jumping into strategy without really understanding what the main overarching problem is that they're trying to overcome. I call this the strategic problem. And if you don't know what I'm talking about here, go back to my previous episodes because I talk about this in more detail on this very podcast. 
So defining your strategic problem may not be the most exciting part of the strategy design process, because let's face it, who wants to talk about the big elephant in the room or the problems that the company is struggling with? But I can tell you from years of experience, if you do not clearly articulate your strategic problem, you'll go on to define strategic initiatives that don't really help you to create competitive advantages, drive innovation, and create greater value for the customer. And as a result, confusion runs wild and CEOs often take the role of herding cats running in various directions. Now, I don't mean to call your employees cats, but that's the best metaphor I could think of. I mean, think about cats. They're wild. They're like climbing up the curtains, running around. You're trying to like grab them by the tail or whatever you're doing to bring them all in sync. And it's really difficult to do. And I see this happening over and over again in organizations because they don't have alignment. Employees get really excited and overzealous oftentimes, and they start going in all different directions and it could create havoc for organizations. So once your strategic problem is clearly defined, it's important to focus your strategy on driving customer value. And I have found that companies who focus their attention on driving unique and relative value to their customers create more alignment among their teams. I believe this is true because as functional and business leaders work to serve their customers, they can align their everyday operational activities to the overall business strategy. So if you want to run an effective strategy offsite meeting, this is going to be a critical step. Remember, define your strategic problem first and then get into the nitty gritty of how to drive value for your customers and build a strategy around this. I believe it's important to make strategy relevant to the frontline worker as well. It's fine to summarize your company strategy on the highest level, but when it comes to implementing it on a grassroots level, you have to make sure it's relevant to those with boots on the ground. In other words, a strategy can't be something that employees work on in their spare time. It must be a part of their daily job. This requires business leaders to define strategic initiatives that really matter and that are relevant to the day-to-day -day activities of driving greater value to customers. So lastly, companies that have tools to measure their performance and more specifically, their strategic initiatives are more successful in aligning their teams. When I work with companies, I help them put in place what I call the FSR, which stands for the Financial Strategy Review. This meeting occurs every month. During these meetings, we review the company strategy in combination with the financial statements, evaluate the current forecast for the near future, and discuss which adjustments we need to make to drive better results. When strategy is front and center like this across the company, and it no longer becomes a thing you only do during an offsite or a retreat, but instead becomes integrated and a part of everyday life at your company, that's when you'll be successful. And I assure you of this because I've seen it happen over and over again within organizations. The final thing I'll say is that if you don't have a tool to measure your strategic initiatives, to monitor your strategy, this is going to be really important. I tried to do that through Google Sheets back in the day, and trust me, it, it, like, it doesn't work, especially when you're trying to turn around a very large company with multiple divisions and functions and locations. It becomes a big mess really quickly. So make sure you have a tool that you can use within your organizations. We have a tool that's proprietary to our customers that helps them to put in place their initiatives and measure KPIs and results in real time and it's really neat. But whatever you choose to use, just make sure you have some type of tool in place. All right, that's a wrap for today. I just wanted to share with you a few best practices to create alignment and to help you achieve better results in your business. 
If you need any help at all in your business or you want to talk through any of these principles, you can connect with me at cultivar.com. Have a great week and until next episode, cheers. Hey, real quick, I hope you enjoyed this show. If you have business questions and you want to be featured on this podcast, send me an email at contact at cultivar.com and either type out your question or send a video or voice recording stating your name, your location, and what's on your mind. If you want to increase your financial intelligence, be sure to check out my other podcast called Boosting Your Financial IQ. All right, you have new knowledge. Go out there and execute. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.